Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. A brand new day is here, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, we're excited. Why? Well, because our good buddy Tim Spencer and Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be in the house today. Uh, we will be presenting a check to uh, the recipient of the last charity charge, which is the Jimmy Hell Mission. Good friend Tony Cooper will be here representing them, and we'll be giving them a check uh, from uh, the last charity charge and then announcing the new charity charge, which is going to land on tax day <laughs> uh, on Monday, April 15th. So go out and enjoy some great food from Buffalo Wild Wings. 10% of all food sales at participating Wild Wings, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings will go to uh, the charity charge. And that's all the Birmingham locations, Tuscaloosa and Pell City, Alabama. It's been a great partnership with Buff- with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're looking forward to <laughs> A, uh, a brand new day of enjoying some food in the kitchen. It's always fun. It's, it's funny how we all, I mean, we look like a bunch of dogs when, when they get here and we're all standing around just waiting for the food to be laid out. Uh, so there's a little bit of an excitement today uh, about the, uh, the presentation of the check and then the food brought by Tim and the crew from Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, let's bring them in. Sitting over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. And right in front of me is Michael Hoon. How y'all doing? Hey. Are y'all good? Yeah, y'all fine. Yeah. Y'all good. I um, I'm on this, cri- and then I shouldn't be. This is wrong of me. Okay. But okay. Yesterday we talked about Chris Davis going 0 for 49. Yeah. 
And so now I'm on a Chris Davis watch. Okay. And how did like, he do last night? Well, I don't think he played. Oh. I, th- I think they sat him down. Okay. They got hammered like 13 to yeah. 2 or something okay. like that. Uh-huh. But I don't I think <laughs> he sat I think he sat down mm-hmm. last night. I, let me look and make sure, but okay. that's what I'm saying. I'm on a I, is it wrong of me that I want and it's not I'm I'm pulling for the guy. I no, want him to get not. a hit. You want it to keep him. No, I want him I don't want this He wants to a, get into the 50s cuz it's at 49. This what, if goes, 49. what if he goes the entire season never gets Yeah, that'd be bad. This is a streak that I certainly want him to break. I get out of there. Okay? Come out of it. But now I'm I'm glued to it. Like 0 for I wanna, 47 was the record. I thought about it coming home. And he broke home. it 0 for 49. Yes. That's not one you want to break. Coming no. home last night, um, I thought my, one of my thoughts, I'll have many thoughts, yeah. one of them was, <laughs> I wonder if Chris Davis got a hit tonight. Mm. Yeah, I really did. And so I was looking this morning, I don't think he played. I'll, I'll see if I can find uh, it. He has not gotten a hit for, for uh, the Orioles since um, – September 14th of last season. Think about that. Okay, so I think he was 0 for 20-something, I guess. It was a different season. And then he started this year, and he's 0 for 20. So you add it all together, and he's 0 for 49. There are articles out about how the fans are supposed to handle it. (laughs) Well, you know, know, and it was weird because I had a touch of secondhand embarrassment because when he went for that 49th 0 for 49, Mm. they kind of clapped and everything. And it's like, okay, are you clapping because he's barreling the ball up and hitting it well? It's just going two people. Are you clapping because he now holds a record? Which one are you doing? Surely you're not clapping you know? for the record. <laughs> well, <laughs> so the, it was a very awkward moment. The away team is having a field You know, day record is really this. the wrong okay. term to use for that. I yeah. know it is a record. I know. Yeah, Records are like it. accomplishments. Yeah. The, the, the opposing <laughs> team's fans are having a field day. So they said Sunday when they played the Yankees that every time he'd come up to bat, the Yankees fan would just cheer like it was oh, one of theirs wow. coming up to bat. Wow. No. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a little cruel. glad you're standing there. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, I don't, I'll find out. I, think, I, I, might did, I don't think he played last night. Okay, well, I'm going to go to you the box every score, day. I didn't see his name. I'm going to put a reminder here just to ask you for updates, if you don't mind. Okay. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go to you. You'll be our update guy, uh, and we'll see how that plays. Well, it's Chris Davis watch. Yeah. Uh, speaking of baseball, um, I, uh, I did one of those parent things last night, um, and we've all been there, and, we, and it does not have to be sports, but we've all done things for our kids when – you know, and that's kind of the, the that's what we do as parents. It's yeah. not always for about you, uh, and so sometimes you just go and you do things for the kids. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be sports related; it could be anything. Uh, last night, I had a decision to make. Um, all right, I got three boys. If you if you are are, are new to the show, I got three boys. Uh, they're uh, now fifteen, which is hard to believe. Seventeen and twenty two. I got one in college. Uh, one's a junior. One's a freshman. The one in college plays baseball uh, for a university called Jacksonville State University in Jacksonville, Alabama. And uh, they had an in-state game, uh, these midweek games. Y'all know about that. They have their, their oh, weekend yeah. conference games and all this. And then you, you got the midweek games. A lot of the midweek games uh, are in-state rivals. And last night they traveled down to the Plains and uh, played Auburn. Uh, and uh, Auburn's ranked 15th or 19th, I don't know. They've got a very good team. Uh, and so they went down, and I had a decision to make because uh, – and I really blame Rick and Bubba. They helped me with this decision, and it was a tough one. It really was. Uh, J.C., the 17-year-old, had a high school baseball game last night, but what we, where we live, rain was an issue. I mean, it rained a lot of yesterday morning during the live show, whatever. Well, anyway, it ended up raining the area game out. So I had a free night. Well, that was in the way of me going down to Auburn. I was just going to watch it on the ESPN uh, Plus streaming app, which really helps a lot when you can't get to the game. But I decided, hey, I'm going. 
uh, because all that was canceled, and, and they agreed, hey, you need to go. So I go down, and I did get to see him before the game. That was awesome to say yeah. hey to him. He, you know, even though you text and you FaceTime and you Snapchat and all this kind of stuff, it's good to actually see him in person. So I went down there, saw him, hung out with him just a little bit, and uh, got to see Carmen Greenwood, Ryan Greenwood's daughter that yeah. plays uh, softball at Auburn. Uh, we got to hang out and stuff. Well, the game gets to going, y'all, and it's the one of the longest games uh, y'all, it would ne- it was the game that never ended. Oh, boy. So I look up, and guys, it's almost 10 o'clock, I guess. I can't remember when I sent y'all the Marco Polo, and I'm standing in Auburn. Oh, it's past 10. And I'm standing in Auburn, and I'm like, buddy. here I am. I- I'm still at Auburn, and I got to be on the – when I would tell the other parents that were complaining that they had to be at work at 8, and I was like, don't – just hush. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're live at such and such time, so – the game's over. He comes out, hug him. Hey, you know, we'll see you later. So I get up on the road, and a buddy of mine uh, that also has a kid that plays uh, at JC's high school, he had called me, and I said, hey, I'm calling you back. He was already up. And I said, you're going to have to help me stay awake for at least the first part of the trip. So we get on the phone, and you know how sometimes you just get confident and comfortable about where you're going, and you don't really pay attention to what you're doing? And we're in this conversation on the phone, that's just, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm so into the phone call that I'm not Speedy. really paying attention to what I'm doing. Oh my. Yeah. And there's an interstate called Interstate 85. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it'll take you to Atlanta and to, to Montgomery. All right. So I jump up on the interstate and I'm tooling along and, and I'm like, well, this doesn't look familiar, but I'm so in, I'm so into the phone conversation. It doesn't really hit me. Um, what, what I'm doing wrong here. And all of a sudden, I start looking at the exit numbers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, the exit numbers should be counting down, not up. What am I doing? And then all of a sudden, I see the last exit in Alabama before you go into Georgia. And I announced to Scott, who way, I was talking buddy. to, I said, buddy, I think I'm going the wrong way. Oh, my. So I pull off the exit, and I pull up. I'm at, Sure enough, I'm. I'm like so. You were going to be. I'm late miles from Georgia anyway, and now you've just added to it. I've never. This is the. I'm 50 years old and I've never done this. I've never just gotten up on the interstate and gone the wrong way. I feel like an idiot. So I'm like, I've been going the wrong way, and I think when I was talking to him, I don't want to exaggerate. I want to say it was 20 something minutes, maybe, uh, that I had been traveling the yeah, wrong way. So that's 20 mm. minutes uh, or 25 that you'll never get back. You were actually closer to Atlanta than you were your house. Yes. Think about that a minute. Yes. So I turn around and I go back the other way, <laughs> and I get up and I get going for a few minutes, and I see mile marker 75. So I'm like, okay, so I'm 75 miles from Montgomery. And it was 1040, I think, or 1045 or something like that. So I said, so I'm going to get hurt. to Montgomery at 1145. I'm gonna get home at one fifteen in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, so I've basically had a nap. Uh, I made a major fail. You were gonna be late anyway. Oh yeah, but you added to it. Yeah, and I and I it was one of those things too before the game, and y'all would appreciate this. I told Tyler, I said, "Hey, look, if this game gets to dragging along, I'm a vapor right when it's over, so I'm not gonna hang out and see you at the bus. I mean, this is it, okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's fine, whatever." Well. We get to going, and he's down in the pen, and, and he's kind of up. And I'm like, okay, is he going in? Is he not? Uh, and it gets to be the ninth inning. And then I'm like, well, what's 15 more minutes? I might as well just stay and see him, you know. Yeah. So I, I'd already made that decision. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm late. I'm really late. Then and then to, to get up and go the wrong way. 
Have y'all ever done and that? You act like the, and it's not like the only time you've ever been to Auburn. No. You know. Like but you have y'all know. ever done something so epic yeah, of, of a fail? That I'm sure I have. I've done that I'll probably thing. do something today. Guys, it honest. wasn't an exit or anything that I had. I had traveled miles the wrong way. Oh, of all days. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour. Thanks for being with us. As always, we're honored that you would choose us as part of your day, and we appreciate you. Go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. YouTube Live is live right now. I want to thank Eddie Van Adler and the crew for making sure that is live in HD. Thanks, sir. We got uh, Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin, and we ain't got no band Andy uh, both here. We, uh, we kind of have Andy here. Probably should have just stayed in bed today, kid. The routine, I've noticed. Uh, we have got um, Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings coming by today. We're all kind of a little giddy. He'll have food and then present uh, the very large check, the largest charity charge check to date. Uh, to Tony Cooper with the Jimmy Hell Mission, which is the recipient of the last charity charge, and will announce Monday's charity charge. So stand by for that. So Sunday something happened um, mm-hmm. during the church service that I have been debating whether I should bring this to the table or oh, not. Oh, boy. And it was one of those moments where I was wanting you two to be there, but then and again thankful you were not there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was an exciting day. Double-edged sword. <laughs> it was an, it was an exciting day for the Helms family as Brady and Caroline got baptized. So we knew that was coming after the service. Uh-huh. But during the service, something was taking place and I didn't know what to do with it. Okay. Okay. There was a young lady, probably in her um early twenties, uh-huh. uh and what looked to be her mom. And they were um, um, Hispanic. Okay. And, you know, I sit, I sit up front, uh, and I do this for two reasons. When I say I sit up front, I sit on the first or two, first two rows. And, I, and it's not a, hey, hey look at Hamzy sits up front. Mm. It's because the music is so loud up there, I can really get after it singing, and nobody knows how horrible my voice is, one. Okay. Right. And two, uh, if you don't look back, you don't realize how big the church is. You know what I mean? So okay. it, it kind of it, yeah. it, it's me in the stage, and I'm not focused on how big you. everything right. is behind right. me. Right. And so um, I got to noticing um, during the start, uh, we you know we pull we're one of those churches at, at church that we pull the screen down, and the pastor comes yeah. on from the the main location. Well. I noticed during the greeting time when I turned around and shook these two hands and, and knew they were behind us. So that's how I knew who was behind me. And I noticed when I, when I shook the, what I thought think is the mom's hand, she kind of looked at me funny, like uh, not funny as in something was wrong with me, but funny as in she was uncomfortable. Dang. You know what I mean? Shaking like in your hand. Yeah, just you know how people are. But some people are not like us, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't like to be greeted and mm-hmm. shake hands, and they're just not people person. So I get that. So I, you know, no. So I shook her hand and went on, and I didn't think anything of it. Well, 
I, what I realized at that point is, or about halfway through the service, probably should have realized it sooner, is when I was saying, hey, how are you, she didn't understand me because uh-huh. she doesn't speak English. See, and so that's why she was looking at me how funny are you, oh. because she had no clue what I was saying because I was shaking her hand. And she didn't get that everybody was greeting each other because she didn't know what there was. Right. And that's not the uncomfortable like part. Blah, 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 too. The uncomfortable part is. Why is this man is, turn around at me? What's right. his problem? A nice haircut. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. The, not, the, <laughs> uh, the uncomfortable part has not yet to come. So Pastor Chris starts speaking on the screen, and the daughter starts out loud, and I mean loud, translating for her mother. Oh, you had to no. listen to that the whole time. The entire time. Make a look at the no. I don't mean, guys. I don't want what you to think. What kind of language was it? Spanish no. or something? Yes, it was else. Spanish. I don't want you to think that I it to was. Be Mandarin for some reason. That Speedy, you're reacting right now. Exactly. I mean, like I looked around to think, can nobody else hear this? Real Why loud? am I the only? Oh, Greg. I mean, it is so loud. Oh, People no. are starting to turn and look, and and it doesn't stop. The turning and look doesn't stop them from doing it. They do it the whole service. Oh, no. Like, I mean, and I had oh, so deep. many range of emotions, guys. I was frustrated because I couldn't hear a thing. Like, all I could hear was Spanish in my ear. Makes sense. That's kind of rude. Oh, come on now. And, and, yeah. and that's, well, I went through all these, rent. like, okay, Hams, look, just stop. And then I'd get frustrated again. Cause I'd be, t- I'd you know I'm a note taker. I'd be taking notes, and yeah. then all of a sudden I'm hearing Spanish in my ear. Right, and I'd see people turn around and look, and I'm thinking, so there is at least what I've seen twenty people look, and is this not stopping you? Like you're continuing to do it. It was such a big distraction. Now, did, did that you the, could hear the daughter all that was over translating, the translating? Did she know she was bothering other people? I don't. I, or did she even care? I don't know. I don't know. Here's, oh no. Here's, I'd have had to flee. I'd had to move. It was. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know well, you're up front. There was it nothing. Been there was weird. nowhere I could go. You <laughs> like, can't concentrate on what's the message. You can't hear. No, no nothing. And and, and it's so like running next to that moment, I, I would look. Yes, I would look at Amanda, and I'd be like, you know, I, this is what I finally came to the conclusion. This is how I was able to swallow it, and move on, and not worry about it anymore. I kept telling myself, Helms, based off your greeting with her, okay, and the look she gave you, the uncomfortable look, the hey, I've I probably. I came to this conclusion. She's probably never been in a church before. Mm-hmm. This may be the only time she hears the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how that I had to get. Well, I had to what, go there yes. in Which order. Is probably to, not the case. Well, it may right, not be. But, that's, but like you said, that's where you got to get. That's where I had to go uh, yeah. in order not to get so frustrated, guys. I had never seen anything like it in my life, and it was so very loud. I used, I the entire be. hour. The nah, entire hour. That's, that's kind of rude. I'd have said, hey, Miyamo, Helmsy, you got to stop. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. If there's one thing in my life. 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. This po- uh, portion of the show sponsored by our good friends at relieffactor.com. You know, we've been talking about Relief Factor for years now. Uh, it is 100% natural, a research-based formula that has uh, really helped us. We feel like it'll help you. Help you was created to help combat uh, the root causes of inflammation, uh, the natural body natural inflammation that we all suffer from from time to time and a lot of you use the -the over-the-counter painkillers and that could be harming your body Uh, we think you ought to use uh, relief factor because it has worked for us 
Uh, you need to check it out right now because you can get that three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, and when you go, it is very easy to order your three-week trial pack for nineteen ninety-five. To stop popping those over-the-counter painkillers that could be harming your body, instead, get Relief Factor. For less of what you could spend on a cup of coffee each day, you can now get a three-week supply for just $19.95. To learn more, go to relieffactor.com, as I said, or you can go to rickandbubba.com. That's always a great default because you can click on Sponsors and uh, find all the information you need. Relief Factor, proud to bring you the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so we're back now. We've discussed a number of different things. we got phone calls concerning a couple of topics that we've discussed the first 30 minutes. Uh, I actually, for the first time, uh, at first time, I can tell you right now, since I've been driving, this is the first time I've ever gotten up. I'm not talking about, hey, I've gone the wrong way. I'm talking about gotten up on the interstate and gone the wrong way for miles and miles and miles and not clueless. realized it. Just clueless. 20 plus clueless, minutes. Don't, yes. don't forget that. First time I've ever done that. So that's on the table. And then uh, Helmsy just talked about uh, his his situation at church this past weekend uh, where um, it looked like a daughter was trying to translate uh, to her uh, Hispanic mother Correct. Uh, and um, went from English to Spanish and was pretty loud about it there in church. You got you, so loud. You I even got to the point where when the Bible verses were on the screen, I thought to myself, well, at least we'll get a break. Because yeah. she won't read the Bible verses because she can see those. Right. No. We no. quoted those word for oh, word. Oh, boy. I, I keep, I, I keep telling myself this. Quite a battle, buddy. This young lady was so passionate about Jesus and so passionate about her mom hearing the gospel mm-hmm. that she so thought, written your own she story. thought, she thought mm-hmm. this is the first and only time I'm going to get her in a church and I'm going to make the best of it. And I don't care who gets in my way. Right. That's how I, I that's how I have to take this but story. You made all that up, you I know. did. Uh-huh. It's, that's my story, Greg. There you go. And that's what I'm sticking to. Well, let's jump to the phones. Eight, six, six. We be big. Adam is in Boaz, Alabama. Adam, what's up? Uh, not much. How you guys doing? Hey, we're great. Uh, Speedy, I think I may have you beat on the biggest bonehead bonehead move about driving. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was. It's been a while ago. I was probably right out of high school. It was about thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, was going to visit my sister. She lived in Auburn. Yeah. It had never really been down there, but I had directions. Okay. So mm-hmm. I got going down the road, and I got behind this car. It had an Auburn tag, like a license, like a. <laughs> A bandy tag, like had her name on it and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. So this is I'm going. sitting here and I'm watching. I'm watching, and she's taking every turn I'm taking. And I'm thinking, well, maybe she's going back to school, and I'll just follow her on in. Oh no! Well, about six hours later, I realized six. I seen a, a, a yeah, I seen a I seen a sign that said uh, <clears throat> something about Florida, and I was like. Uh, Buddy, how far did you think Auburn like, was from where you were? Adam. At? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew it. Was, I knew. I knew it. I knew it was three hours, but I I I, I didn't know. I thought maybe she was taking back roads or something. He but did oh say he was God. right out of high school. And and Adam did yeah, start the conversation. If you remember, yeah, and Adam did start this whole conversation yeah. with, "Hey, I think I've got the biggest bonehead move." Yeah. So, I, Adam, I think one. you might. Oh, I claim it. Yeah, I yeah. I claim it, but that, this is before cell phones and everything. So I had to turn around and try to find the pay phone. That oh, Adam, a lot of quarters to try to find out how to get back. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, how oh, my you, goodness. You didn't know how to get from where you were? No, good gracious alive. Let's go to Chuck. He's in Cincinnati. Chuck, what's Bonehead. up? Bonehead. Bonehead move. Hey, uh, I'm just glad to hear somebody else has done this because I thought I was the only one. Oh. I was about 18 with my future wife and not paying attention and I drove two hours the wrong direction. Hmm. 
got to a whole other city up here up near Cincinnati and thought, that says Dayton. I don't want to go to Dayton. I want to go to Cincinnati. We were two hours nah. away from our house, oh. out of gas, no money. Oh, no. But I thought, I thought I got to be the only person that doesn't pay attention to which way I'm going on the interstate. So mm. I just appreciate to hear somebody else has done it, too. It makes me feel better about myself. Oh, yeah, it's, my it's, goodness. It's more common than you think. That is unbelievable. Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? Chuck in I Cincinnati. Tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Up, All right, Biden. Wrong way, um, Chuck. Yeah, now. Chuck. Hey, buddy. I, that's. I, I just. I never thought I would do anything like this. I really didn't. Uh, but I did. No, last the timing is the worst part. Oh yeah, you were late yeah. anyway. What if yeah. we'd have got a? What if we'd have got a Marco Polo from Speedy and he was in Macon, Georgia? Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome. There you go. Uh, let's yeah, say. Get him a hotel room. Let's go to John. Uh, what do y'all? What do you guys are y'all? Y'all seeing this? Is it John on his tractor? Is that? Is That's that what it says. Yeah. John's okay. on his tractor. Getting after hey. John. Getting out there early, buddy. What's up? Hey, man, what's up? Not much. Hey, Greg, I can't believe you let this go. Remember, he traumatized that poor woman because he doesn't speak Spanish. Uh, Who said, I'll learn Spanish in five years? I promise you, I, I, that did cross my mind during during that story. Well, we've talked about it. I was thinking it. if you would have done what you said, then you could have probably helped maybe get that girl arrested. You could translate it a little. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've talked about it. Making her feel so bad. Did you have your huffer in her yeah. hand? Is that scary? Because maybe she doesn't know what a huffer is. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't have. Wow. Let's go to uh, Pete. Had some. <laughs> Pete in Illinois. What's up, Pete? George John. I got two first hey, names. Hey, fellas. Good morning. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Pete. Ooh, hey, double I, first. <laughs> I, I was just thinking. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the sermon, uh, the translation into English to Spanish, wasn't really for the mother. But that was maybe the Lord talking to you, trying to work something else out in your life that you needed that day. Some patience, some virtue. No question. Uh, some type yeah. of appreciation versus uh, versus what was going on behind you. No, I don't think that was it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no Pete, Pete, I played that out in my mind. I really did. Well, you had to get I had, there. I had to get there. And, and if you heard the rest of the story, me talking about what I finally come to the conclusion, yeah. I think that was my – Right. I think that's where we ended up landing. Let's okay. go to uh, – Y'all land there. Let's go to George. Pete must not heard that. No. What's up, George? People. He must heard George hey, John's tracker. I was good. It reminds you about a story that I had uh, – me and a buddy of mine were headed out west to uh, to Aspen, Colorado, to drop off a suitcase with a, a girl I was in love with. Oh. <laughs> we're we're traveling in a sheepdog of a van, and next thing I know, I made a wrong turn and ended up way on the other side of the Rocky Mountains. Nebraska, I think. And then you said John Denver's full of. Yeah. No, nah, okay. Yeah. Tell you what, that John Denver. <laughs> Thank you, George. Which is uh, one of the greatest for just ever. a second, he had me, and then I realized I what he was saying. What if we'd been really? We fell. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd the been way. awful. Um, let's go to Dave. He's in Huntsville. What's up, Dave? Hey. Um, uh, as far as the driving thing goes, I might have the biggest boneheaded move. Uh oh. Because this was this was just three years ago. Oh boy. So oh, we do have grown. cell phones and maps and all that. But hmm. we, my fiance and I, went to a tractor pull. All right. And <laughs> um, nothing says love. Chapel like Hill, that. Tennessee. Uh huh. It, it was in Chapel Hill, Tennessee. So after it was over, you know, I'm thinking I know my way around because I know the way back to Huntsville and I know how to get to Nashville and all that. And we're on the back roads because that was the way to Chapel Hill. And uh, I didn't need no directions, you know, that I told my fiance. And bless her heart, she's geographically challenged. And yeah. She tried to tell me, but I wouldn't listen. So 
instead of ending up back in Huntsville on the way home, uh, we ended up in Nashville because see, it's not just Nashville, five miles, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna have a longer drive than what I thought because we're going the wrong way. Oh my goodness! How was the tractor pull? Oh, the tractor pull was great. But <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't too happy because we ended up in Nashville. She's ready to get home and go to bed. Yeah, you added a mm, little. Yeah, yeah. About like Speedy on that one. Wow. Well, you know, and I haven't told my wife because, of course, they were everybody was asleep yeah, at sure. that time, so she doesn't know I even did this, and I don't know if I want to tell her because. I pride myself on my sense of direction. I feel like, you know, I know if I'm going east, west, north, or south, sure. or whatever. And the fact I got up on 85 North heading to Atlanta from Auburn yeah. and did not realize it until I was at the Georgia state line, I, I'm just, I feel foolish. I feel, I mean, the conversation I had with myself and, and a buddy of mine got to witness it too because we were talking on the phone. And uh, I just can't believe I did it. I, I really can't. And that all that time, you never get it back? No, you do not. I mean, that's just wasted time. Well, you got to enjoy a good conversation. I will give you credit for telling us because I probably would have just, just kept that to myself, at least for a while. Yeah. I wouldn't have told you right out the gate. Well, you know, he, he heard this. Good. You know, oh, my. Yeah. What, what's wrong, what man? What's wrong? What, are you okay? I'm going the wrong way, you know, and so there it goes. <laughs> and then you start cussing F-bombs. I didn't do Greg, that, Greg. that's not true. That's you. No, that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's you when the lawnmower doesn't start. No. Yes, I've seen it. Weed eater for sure. Yeah, Lisa's yeah, told well, us the story. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten uh, minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. Um, Daddy calls me pumpkin on the phones, uh, and she's handling things today. Eddie Van Adler has got YouTube Live kicking, and we thank all of you yeah, for man, tuning in uh, to some of the greatest radio stations in this country that are brave enough to call Rick and Bubba home. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. And, oh, look at old Skunk Baxter. He's out there. He's excited. He knows Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be here. Yeah, buddy. We'll get you in. Look at that strut he's got. I know. Oh, he y'all see that swagger? Yeah, he does. It, it happened. He had his headphones on. He took his headphones, his earbuds out yeah. for some reason to let us know he was here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he didn't mm. think we couldn't hear him. I don't know mm. if he knows this. No, we can't. There's a big right. glass yeah. bulletproof. Yeah. But I'm then once yell, the maybe. other, once Haley Sue, Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin, yeah. acknowledged him. He put his earbuds back in and just started strutting like no other. I mean, I like thought a, a rooster was out there. <laughs> well, he's in. I don't know what happened, but about three to four <clears throat> weeks ago, he made a turn to where he has this little swagger about yeah. him now. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't know, uh, but we love I him. think it was the Lecrae concert. It, I think that might have been it. Jumping. I think yeah. that's what. That and WrestleMania. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that could be it. Um, we have a little bit of a news update. Uh, do y'all remember – uh, we did this story about a North Carolina man that um, he uh, he abandoned a pet fish after he was evicted from his home, and when they went, uh, the fish was there, you know, in bad shape, in bad shape, and he just left it, and he was arrested, and uh, he was charged with three counts of a misdemeanor, uh, including cruelty of to an animal and one count of abandonment of an animal, and and blah blah blah, it went on and on. Well. 
Uh, the update is those charges have been dropped because the animal abuse law does not cover fish. Okay. Well, I get that. So we, we had that discussion. I, I don't. I don't think fish fall in line with other animals. Yeah, and we talked about, and you even admitted that you've actually flushed a, a live fish before. Uh, I've only flushed I have. a dead fish. I have. I don't um, consider fish pets. It was a. I consider them. They're like a fish display. Are people too, Greg. They're just like a, something, almost a decorative type thing. I don't mm-hmm. consider them pets. It, yeah, Speedy. In my defense, well, neither do they. The it court, was a struggling fish. Like that was. You put it out of its yes, misery, kind I, of thing. I took him off the respirator. Mm-hmm. That kind of yeah. thing. Remember right. when Hams had this big giant tough tank? decision? <laughs> tough decision. Remember when Hams had that big giant fish yeah, tank? Yes, I was going to be yeah, in the fish yeah. tanks. Oh, I had it forever. Yeah. Hey, look, you used to be salt. Yes, I had it since college, Greg. I got it from Barksdale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you got it from your brother. Who got it from Barksdale. Oh. It's something that we had. and co- Me and Jay lived together. Mm-hmm. But Barksdale I remember- came in the fold. Barksdale had this big I, – I'm, I'm saying Barksdale like y'all know who Barksdale is. Mm-hmm. I knew he, he but loved he had But he was, well, he was a biology major. Mm-hmm. What he, he wanted to be a marine biologist. And so he had a big saltwater tank. And some reason, my brother inherited it. Yeah. I think I actually inherited it first. Then he inherited it. Then I got it back because Jay didn't want to deal with it in the move. Okay. And I tried to keep it salt water, and I just I then couldn't. You went to fresh. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Converted it to fresh and had it back. Killed all the fish. Well, it turns out it's really a tough deal to convert a salt water to a. Oh, okay. It's a lot. You got to clean a lot. You got to make sure everything's out of there. That's my point. I don't like fish enough for the the trouble that comes with them. I would have been better right? off. Now, if I'm rich and I got people that clean my tanks, whatever. I would have been better mm-hmm. off just going to start over, buy a new one. How about this? I really don't want to look at a bunch of fish in my house. I love that? fish. I'm going to go with that. Now, I yeah, love the aquariums. I went through a span, and it was during my college years, that I had I had fish. I no had way tank. you kept it clean. No way. Well, I, you know, when I had company, I would. Uh, but that you're right. And you, I bet it was rank. Oh, and hey, look, let me tell you, there was a system to cleaning it too. All right, so what I had made a fifty. Think you I had, had a fifty. I college. thought it was cool when the lights were out and they had the blue lights <laughs> on and stuff. <laughs> I thought it was kind of neat, there. you know. And so uh, I had a fifty-five gallon, and then I had like a thirty gallon that would, you know, they come. Oh, I doubled up, and it was you know, it was kind of tall and it was in my room and that was really Look, there's cool. something relaxing about looking at a yeah. fish tank and i had i had a there it, it was a cichlid it, it, was a, it was a cichlid <clears throat> tank. it was a cichlid the, tank and so uh i mean oh yeah only the strong survive baby and and whenever it would get really 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 dirty um you know what i'm, I'm talking about hamza you you Do have fish uh, is that you would get um uh this this sucker and you would you would Suck the end of the hose into a garbage can, like you're siphoning, like siphoning, out. siphoning it out, and then and then Again. it would and then you would have to tear it, carry it outside and throw it out, and it just stink to yeah, high back heaven. Back to my original, state. and then you'd have to fill it back up and put put the chemicals in there the water no way and fish all this are kind of stuff. And uh, it was a handle, and it would get away from you if you didn't watch it. I mean, you had to stay on top of it. Uh, but um, then I finally grew out of it, and I actually gave the 55 gallon tank to Don Juan. Really? Yes, and he took it. Yeah. Oh boy. And uh, and then I think he he since has gotten rid of it too. But no, Greg, you're all over it. They have this service. Mm-hmm. People do this where they'll that come I out and take care it. of it, uh-huh. and that's yeah. that's what you yeah. You that's, know, like anything else, that's what you need. Of course, you know me. I'm not going to do that. Well, to me, the ones that are that are awesome are the saltwater tanks, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that have the most maintenance and mm-hmm. difficult. You got to get everything just right, and yeah. it's tough, man. Yeah, I I, I stayed. I didn't go saltwater. Yeah. I just stayed uh, regular, and I had like an Oscar and the cichlids and stuff. And, it was uh, only the, the, the strong survive. So, yeah, at some point you went, I'll tell you what I need, and that's a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. 
Get the if little I'm not cool and enough. See, go around. Yeah, you don't good. like just sitting in a fish tank? Like one no, of my favorite You're talking things, about a mood setter. I'll tell you this. The, huh? uh, the pediatrician that the kids go to have a sure enough tank. And yeah. sometimes, you're, you're, I don't even want to finish this. Sometimes I will volunteer to take the kids just because I want to see the fish tank. It's that good of a fish good tank. Good night. And I hate going and taking kids to the doctor. Yeah. But mm. I love seeing that fish tank. I just think never give fish tanks much. Um, guys, I got a disturbing story here I want to get in for top of the hour. Um, there, um, About a fish tank? No, it has to do with a 29-year-old woman, uh, and uh, she, is, uh, she lives in Taiwan, and she had four bees living in her tears inside her eyelid. What? How, yes. How's that there must possible? be some little bees. The so woman, like a sweat bee? Well, yes, exactly what it is. The woman discovered huh, four bee. bees. My eyes hanging. She discovered four bees uh, had been feeding off her tears after she went to the hospital with a sharp stinging pain in her eye, and she didn't my know what hurt. it was. That's disgusting. My eye hurt bad. So yeah, the doctor right. said, sit still. Uh, and he was able to extract the sweat bees alive, now my eyes my eyes alive by the way, alive from inside the woman's tear duct. The small bees are the size of a sesame seed. It How says here in the story. Oh, that's small. Think about sesame seed. Yeah. I immediately went to a hamburger bun and thought of a sesame yeah, that's, seed. That's real small. Yeah, and that's a small bee. And the doctor? Do we have the, those? the quote from the doctor? I saw something that looked like insect legs. So I pulled them out from under a microscope slowly, and then I realized, hey, wait a minute. These are bees. She don't have any idea. It says the woman had been uh, at a family member's grave when the sweat bees, I guess, likely entered her eye. Uh, She said she felt something enter her eye, but, of course, didn't see anything, so thought they were gone because they were so small. They couldn't get out. They liked them tear ducts. They was tearing the tears up. Said they were feeding on them. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all, what if you had? Y'all, they like that salt. Yeah, I, 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 I guess. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that. What if you had bees in you? That'd that's be just, a bad day. That's tough. Talk about a twitch. You ever bees get a twitch in your, in your eye? eye? Bees in your a eye. what in your eye? Twitch when your eye just kind of twitches. Yeah. Mine does it daily. That's too much caffeine. Nuts. I think so. That's that spark talking. To I my just made that up. And they're making it do. I hear that thing. What if it was bees, Greg? I'd kind of like to see if you had bees in your eyes. That'd be funny. How much to put one in your eye? To put one in Uh your eye? How much? I'll do $500. That's it? Yeah. Come on, Greg. You got to have more than that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, brand new hour rolling. Thank you for being with us as we start this hour. The national anthem starts this hour. Our national anthem today, Little Big Town. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs burst 
Eight minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba Show. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Townsend, have already been rolling with a kickoff hour that you're able to see on YouTube here on most of America's greatest radio stations. Most of the Rick and Bubba Radio Network carries the kickoff hour. The podcast archives absolutely have it. Also, the tune-in app has that as well. So they're with us, and we're now moving through the rest of the show. Uh, we got much to do on the program today. Your phone calls will be part of it. The wonderful will of meat hasn't spun yet this week, so it could happen today. I'm not saying it's going to. I'm just telling you it could. So we'll work through the stories. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, Rick and Bubba University. On the TV side, it's Drewby Dooby Doo. Uh, on the radio side and, and phone screening today, it's Skunk Baxter, and also Daddy Calls Me Pumpkin. Uh, across the way, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive standing by and ready to go. Speaking, of course, to the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as a silver-tongued one, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheater's man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kane's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hello, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome and thank you for being part of another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Your two fat buddies on the radio. Let's get it started. Another night of this rock and roll. This feeling inside of me has got to go Been living a fast life, but yeah, I feel A lonely night's coming on still Cause she's gone, don't wanna see me All alone, she feels telling me Come on. She's gone, don't wanna see me All alone, she made my heart bleed Tell myself to forget the past Me and this lady could have made it last But I promise, darling, I'll be home soon And I will love you like I used to do But But she's gone, don't want to see me All along, she keeps telling me She's gone, don't want to see me All along, she let my heart Somebody take it Whoa, whoa Quarter to ten, and I'm on this phone. I call you, baby, but you're not home. I hear solid rain playing in my head. I finally realize you don't care. Take it home, boys. See me all alone. She made my heart bleed. The world's greatest garage man, Mr. Lucky. Now available on Apple Music. Yeah, buddy. There it is. There it is. And we'll give approval for that one, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, so we uh we, we do have Bubba, I, I just and I hated to be the one to tell you about Aunt Becky this morning. It's uh Wow. It, it They're is, throwing the book at her. 
And, and Becky, I, 40, you, 40 years? Possible? Go, what's going to happen to the twins? She needs to quit waving Rick. and smiling. Every time I see her, like nothing's happening because she's overdoing it. She's trying than... to act like it's no big yeah, deal. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba, She better get in there like old Felicity did. She better fall on the sword. Because yeah, they, they've thrown – the initial charge was 20 years. Now they've thrown another 20 in there for money well, laundering. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. A charge. It's because yeah. she didn't get a deal. I mean, she sat around and waited. She tried being too defiant. She, yeah. You better get in there, Aunt Becky. Too late now. now. somebody done found your fake charity. Yep. That's, that's, mm, and, and, that'll do it. And now we're laundering money. We don't like that. This gets complicated, doesn't it? Has anybody checked on Betty? How's Betty? How's Betty? She don't know about this. She don't one, know about the second part. Are you going to hold that back? In a well, minute she'll she'll so, know in a minute. How about what good is it to tell her? <laughs> so basically, yeah, the good. other actress, whatever her name is, they just paid Huffman. fifteen grand to get SAT score. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Still and not, then, not good, but compared not good. to this other. And nothing. according to. How, How much, much you, you pay pay will going? be the sentence, oh, I'd too. Pay, I'd and, pay at least 50. I mean, like, yeah. the fact that – You have to uh, pay, like, twice the amount that was involved or something. Right, and that's so why it was – I mean, like, the, the what, the 13 that came out and said, okay, I did it, I'm pleading guilty, mm. yeah, have mercy on me, I apologize. As y'all talked about yesterday, that was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know, you, the don't, money you know, here's the thing, too. No, no, but still, I mean, they said that she missed her opportunity because she could at least made a deal. Yeah, well, he, here's the thing, too, guys, and y'all know this, if you've ever been involved in legal stuff, you, you have an attorney, and uh, and they advise you what to do, and if they're saying, no, we're not going to take that, that's not good right now, you don't do that. It's yeah. you, you pretty much – it. it you know, depending on what they are going to tell you to do. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, uh, you, you don't know what kind of advice they're getting. If you can pay half a million to get your kid in school, you ought to be able to hire a pretty good lawyer. Yeah. You would think. Yeah, yeah. You would think. So. I don't know. I mean, look, it could be wrong at the end. I could be proven wrong. I just don't like Becky's strategy right now. Well, like I say, she <laughs> may go with the OJ thing and uh, want to have her day right, in court. Right. And uh, I think hope it's her that best she shot can now. get in there and that there'll be enough uh, fans of hers that right. will nullify the be you know nullify the jury. Here's uh, the enough thing: Betty's on the jury. Yeah. Well, here's what we're going because Betty lets her walk scot free. I, I I'll tell you that. Well, here's what <laughs> she don't pay a dime. She <laughs> wants to show back on TV. Here's right. she, does, she wants her back as that mayor on that Sunday night show. <laughs> You're right. So Betty would let her walk. So what we're doing though? Here's the question though: Can an actress that was on Full House and now Fuller House and then something about when the wind blows. <laughs> does she does she have the kind of following that OJ had? Can you get enough of them on the trial? OJ was there was a lot of OJ fans yeah. out there. Yeah, but also well, you, not so much OJ fans as also where we're getting back at this racist police department. Yeah, that, that you had that more of a too. racial component, I you think. You had that racist. You had celebrity, you had race. I don't know, Becky's got either one. Uh, but now got a little of, bit of celebrity. Think about this yeah, when she showed up when she showed up at court the other day. Remember Felicity Huffman had nobody there remember there was nobody right. desperate housewives was a pretty big thing but i don't think it it developed a cult following so to speak yeah. um but becky aunt becky Lori <laughs> <laughs> laughlin has she had a mob there and people were having some fun with it screaming free aunt becky and yeah. that one pay woman, my two yeah they were screaming <laughs> that Oh, I, they're in trouble. There's no doubt. They're and going. her daughter had a lot of followers that are yeah. probably fired oh, yeah. up about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is – you're talking about something blowing up down the smokestack. I know. Not. I know. So, anyway, so there is an update today, and that's it. New charges against Aunt Becky. Maybe they can husband. get Jesse's lawyer, you know. That's true. I mean, you're talking about Chicago. coming out of nowhere to getting out, out of it. Maybe they can pull that off again. I'm not sure she's got the things these two people had. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I've been 
in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 21 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. Much to do on the program today. Thank you for being with us. So uh, Magic Johnson has now stepped down as the L.A. Lakers president of basketball operations. And as you, as you read the story, it, I mean, I, I hate to oversimplify something I'm sure that's much more complicated, but just reading his comments and hearing his comments, he, he wants to get back to the fun zone. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, it appears that. Hey, being, man, there's a lot of bad things you have to do in this in this job. Being in the front office, uh, you know, he Magic, he's under a different set of rules. It's kind of like if you work for a public company versus a private company. There's certain things you can do. You know, Elon Musk found out that. Yes, he did. <laughs> Magic can't go out and tweet things about another player because it can be interpreted as you're tampering with a contract. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that guy's great. I wish he played for us. Well, you, you've just tampered with a contract. He can't go out and see his friends play. He can't uh, comment about things. He, You know, he was uh, an ambassador for basketball and for the L.A. Lakers. And now that he's in the front office, he, he is held to front office rules, and he doesn't like it. Uh, and, and, Rick, you're exactly right. I think that is a great synopsis. He wants to get back to the fun zone. He said also that he did not like firing people. He didn't like messing with their livelihood. He said he loved negotiating contracts and, and getting people to town, but then he loved have he hated having to fire people because, you know, you're basically messing with their livelihood, and he didn't like that. Well, we know that Greg has a reputation. You know, he's had various nicknames on the program, including Cold Shower Greg. It, it, this reminds me of, and, and we both love our sister dearly, and she's a very, very good school teacher, and and you know, thankfully, she went well, to that. Where are you going here? Well, <laughs> well, I remember this comment. Our sister, and this happens a lot of times. Where are you young, going, Magic Rick? With young people, of course, Magic's a little old for this, but yeah, they 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 think get in their mind a certain job, and they're undoubtedly they haven't. I don't know if they don't realize what the job really requires. And our sister had trained to be a flight attendant and was actually very high ranked. Many years ago. Many mm-hmm. years and did a really, I mean, in school she was, I mean, they were like, the guy was like, man, I'll tell you what, I'd fly with you anytime, the instructors. Mm-hmm. and She's wondering why she's being the example. For no, this no, it goes back to this. It goes back to any job. Sorry, Angie. And so yeah. when she decided she wanted to make a career change, she said, I, I ended up thinking I was, you know, certainly if something happened, it's much bigger than this. But on my daily basis, I was a, a waitress in the air. To which Greg at, replied, at a restaurant with a really good view. <laughs> to which Greg replied, "Well, what did you think flight attendants do? Do you think they're going to let you drive the plane?" <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Hi, boy, Greg. You remember that? And, uh, and oh, I was just wondering, right? And, and, and so, so I, I would I know. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. But, oh uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Well, uh, but I think you and I got called in on that, and I had to remind everybody I didn't say that. But, yeah, but, but the I think uh, you seconded. But <laughs> Magic, what, what did you did you not know you'd have to fire people if you're going to be yeah. the and that is part of it. And he says he's got to fire the the current coach. Yeah. Uh, and he says I'm about to affect somebody's livelihood in their life. Well, Madge, I mean, did, what, what what do you think? Professional? I think it's one of those things no, he, he got in there. Yeah. He don't like firing. I think he yeah. got well, in there, and thought he could handle that, right. and now he's seeing, hey, so, I don't, and, I don't. And two, exactly. and I think part of it too is the Lakers are just still in a historic slump. Uh, they they're better than they have been. They got LeBron, brought him in, but they're still not winning. And I think when you're not winning, that that creates and amplifies more problems. He says him and uh, uh, Jenny Buss, who owns 
the uh, the Lakers have a great relationship, and uh, she said as much too. And it, it appears that uh, they're happy with everything he's doing, other than the fact that he's a guy got to go in and let people go. And he, you know, like you said, I think he wants to be more in the Charles Barkley seat Charles where he can the- go out there and say anything he wants to and be buddies with everybody. And, you know, it's just his opinion. And he's a commentator, and he gets paid, and it's fun, and everybody loves Charles, you know. No, he looks at what Charles is doing. You know, Charles, I think maybe second only, right. only to us, has found <laughs> probably the, the, the most cool, most fun job oh, yeah. out there and get paid well for it. And Madge is like, why did I give that up? And plus you look at things, think about this, because it's one thing to – it's hard to fire anybody. I mean, I've, I've only had to do it once, and I, I really would not like to do it again. But, um, so, but, but what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying on this, when you look at this situation – like you look at Luke Walton. Mm-hmm. Well, see, he's not just firing somebody. This is somebody that, you know, hey, your dad. I, yes. You, know, yeah. you got a relationship now, with the dad. Now I'm affecting friendships mm-hmm. and, yeah. hey, you fired my son. And yeah. I don't know if Magic Johnson and Bill Walton are friends or not, but, you know, I would think they well, would they be colleagues. For each you other, know? Yeah. It's an uncomfortable thing mm-hmm. because, hey, I was a, a player and yeah. I'm like, Charles, I'm a former NBA player and I do some commentating and I'll come out and do promotions. I love the Lakers and. I'm an ambassador for the Lakers, but that's not like being president of the Lakers. Mm-mm. When you're yeah. president of the Lakers, now now you get called into bad meetings and have to do things that aren't fun. And yeah. Yeah. and now people are, are – you're like, hey, now next time I see Bill, I'm going to be uncomfortable because I had to fire his son. You know, I mean, it's yeah. – but, well, but you got you got to know that's part of it, you though. Do. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think you can develop a situation where you go, look, this is a business situation, and here here's what you have to do. You have to make the playoffs or we're going to fire you. You don't make the playoffs, sorry, dude. We got to clean the office out. Uh, but in Magic's case, I think the other things probably bothered him as much. The fact that he just can't go and be. And he even mentioned he wanted to be at Dwayne Wade's final game, but he couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he he wanted to do this. He he likes mentoring other players and professionals. And by the way, it's not like Magic doesn't have anything going on. He's got very several very successful businesses going on. And isn't he part of the Lake? I mean, the uh, Dodgers. the Dodgers too. Yeah, so the, the ownership group. He's, yeah, he's in that. Can I tell you what this is? A classic case of just reading everything here, and and it happens in a lot of things in life. Like I would say, here's where I'm, I'm guilty of it: the idea of having a pet versus actually having mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And sadly, I've seen some people that like the idea of having children as opposed to actually having them. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, Ma- and Magic's not getting the idea, on vacation because yeah. he's having to feed the dog. Right, the idea, yeah, the idea of it sometimes is much more fun than actually doing it. Right? Yeah, and I think that happened. He thought, "Hey, being president of the Lakers with my I love the Lakers with my history yeah, of the yeah. Lakers, man, that sounds cool." And, and then he and realized it, when he gets there, "Hey, this is not near as cool as I thought it was." And right. The, and the late Jerry Bus had a vision that Magic would be a, a part of their organization and a front and an ambassador for the Lakers in some capacity. I mean that that has been planned since you know the day he left the team as a player. So. Um, but it's, th- there's just restrictions that go with that, and I don't think you know Magic wants to have those shackles. And, on and so two, to speak. I think y'all we've we've really hit it. Uh, I think this is where he's at. But you know, you also get to the point where you he goes, okay, I'm on up there in age. I'm Magic Johnson. You know, I should be having fun 
this time of my life and I'm having to fire people and stuff. I, just, I got to figure out how to get the Lakers back in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. LeBron's yeah. here and he's pushing me out. Yeah, I don't have don't, the I don't have the energy for that. The, I, I just want to. Don't magic, think that there's a know? little bit of hey, we spent 154 million for LeBron, we didn't make the playoffs. I, I think that because he's a competitor, he's like us. Oh you, yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. You want to be winning, and I think that, that amplifies all these things. Well, you know the team wasn't very good if LeBron couldn't fix it. Well, but <laughs> he couldn't even just make but LeBron playoffs. has carried some really bad teams by himself to the playoffs. Well, and I think Magic didn't think about what Bubba just said. Hey, it's fun to make deals, but when you're the president, you're also held accountable for deals. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, wow, so I'm not just an ambassador that helped y'all get a player? Yeah. Y'all, y'all were saying this is my decision, and, I, yeah. and it better work. All right, that's no fun. Right. You remember that time? The guy we knew that cut the first deal that started us on our road, and he got the call right when he got home. You you sure you did the right thing? (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. The Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge uh, will be back. We'll tell you the new charge. It will happen on tax day on Monday. Uh, but today we hand a check. All of you that went out to the Jimmy Hale mission today, Tony Cooper will be with us uh, coming up next hour. So be, be waiting for those instructions on the next charity charge as Buffalo Wild Wings serving everybody today. So if you're coming to the Golden Ticket Seats, good news. Uh, it's uh, free Buffalo Wild Wings for everybody. Uh, I do want to point you to uh, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Now, look, a lot going on with Mike Lindell. Now, you talk about a mover and a shaker. Did you call him when you were in Minnesota? No, I did not, Rick. I, I wanted to, but I didn't. You know what? That, that that might have been a call you should have made. You had too much going on, didn't you? Rick, it was a lot of moving parts. I know. You really – In a short time. amount of time. All right, so we've been talking about the pillow, and the pillow is phenomenal. Everywhere I go, people talk about, thanks for pointing us to those pillows. Um, you know, it, it's um, – I think people are beginning – and, Bubba, you're going to love this analogy. Do you know what people are saying about Mike Lindell now? What? He's the Steve Jobs of sleep. You know, he really is. He's the he Steve, really he's is. The Steve That's a Jobs. great analogy, yep. by the way. Because he is coming up with everything. He's got the pillow. We've done the mattress topper. And now he's introducing the Giza Dream Sheets. You know what they called me? The Steve Jobs of Eat. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Let me tell you something. You you have consumed <laughs> as, as much food as they have sold iPhones. <laughs> so anyway, Giza Dream Sheets are the most comfortable you've ever experienced. And Mike and his team searched the world. Uh, to find the best cotton that would meet their high standards. And they went over to a region of the Sahara Desert and the Nile River and the Mediterranean Sea, and it all came together for the ideal conditions for perfect cotton. You're going to love these Giza Dream bed sheets. They're made uh, with long staple cotton guaranteed to be the most comfortable sheets you've, you've ever owned. Now, they are available in a variety of colors, so you can you can pick those out too. And just like all the MyPillow products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And right now, you can get your very own at 30% off by going to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Bubba. You'll also get free shipping in addition to the 30% off. So give them a try. Let us know how much better you're sleeping. So now you can have the pillow. You can have the mattress topper enhancing your mattress. And now you have these sheets all from the same place. Go to RickandBubba.com too. You'll find them there under the sponsors button. Uh, yesterday I did want to, and I, you know how you feel Kind of proud, like a little, little, like when I was a little boy. And, you know, you kind of wanted mom and dad to be proud of you. Hey, look, mama, I ate all my food and all that. I, I felt so happy yesterday when I was able to text Helmsy and say, "Look, Helmsy, I fixed my Instagram." Mm. Hmm. Were you I, proud? Were you proud of I, me? I, I was. I was. I was actually shocked that they got to it as quickly as they did. I was too. And um, 
So I, what? I wasn't shocked that you pulled it off. I just thought it would take a couple more days. Well, this is one of those things. I think in the world we're living in, I th- and I think you know, you know what they say though about there's a road with the best of intentions. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think what's happening here. And I'll is, tell you where it leads. It ain't the final four. No, it's not. <laughs> in in an attempt, and in, in for all this technology, in an attempt for these companies and these programmers to protect us and try to help us with all the bad people out there that try to tell you, you know, you can't have nothing. You I can't. tell you, you can't. I you mean, really hey, can't. hey, Rick, did you think you could have an Instagram? <laughs> and what it is is there are so many people who try to steal your Instagram or whatever identity. You know, and and so they're trying to every now and then check in and say, and and mine has been somebody's tried to fake uh, my Instagram what three times, Hams? I know two. I fixed two of them, and you fixed one. So yeah, yeah. So I think they were just trying to go, hey, let's check in on Rick Big Vox Burgess and and be sure that this is that you're good and this is really your Instagram. And I think it may have been on me because I couldn't get my password immediately to them. That they went into a mode of uh oh, some somebody's tried yeah. to do it to them again, and and they disabled me and shut me down. Mm. You know, to so, me, they ought to be able to look at your account and look at the pictures you're posting and the things you're saying, and if it's consistent with the things that have been up there, it's probably you. I mean, why would you hack somebody's account unless you were going to put something up there dramatically different? Well, the problem is a lot of these, like the one one of the ones he had was actually it looked just like his account. Yeah. They had taken the pictures they had posted and edited them and cropped them and posted them right back, and acting the, as if. And what they were that trying takes to do, a lot of time, guys. Because yeah. you think to yourself, what's the motive? And they yeah, to the, what game? Well, I'll tell you what it was. Yeah. They changed one letter. They follow people. Yeah. And people think that I'm following them, and then they start asking them for information, yeah. thinking it has something to do with the show yeah. or something like that. And so they're trying to go, be in disguise of someone that you trust, yeah. that you don't think has any, you know, motivations yeah. that you should be concerned about. And you know, it's like somebody, you know, the, you know what it was, Greg? They throwing the rock, hiding their hand. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so how'd you get it fixed? So f- Facebook, who who I guess runs Instagram, because all my emails came from Facebook. They own they own it. Yeah. They bought it a couple years ago. They came back and said, "Okay, we see you're saying <clears throat> that we've disabled your account and we shouldn't have. So you know, we need a picture of you with a government approved ID, ID with you and that ID in the same picture." And, okay. and attach it to the reply to this email, and I did, and they came back and said, we took it down by mistake. We should not have taken it down, and so it's back. Okay. I do have one thing I need to talk to you about, though, so we can keep this from happening in the future. One little thing happened. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I did hands off like you told me. Yeah. Huh. Don't get in there and start keeping around, typing in all kinds of stuff. Huh. And what I was going to do is sync it back up with my Twitter, and it asked for something, and I, and I got confused for a minute, and I just okay. did this. I did this. I just yeah, came hands back. off because I couldn't understand what they were asking me for. They okay. asked me for a password for the Instagram or my password for the Twitter, and I got confused. Probably Twitter. So but, I, pa- I panicked. Can, I panicked yeah. for just a minute. That's fine. Because I did. I, I thought, wouldn't it be just like me to get it back and <laughs> take it down in ten minutes? Yeah. Would that not be hilarious? <laughs> so I just kind of left that alone. Okay. And then I did a reassuring post last night from uh, the the event that I was saw that. Yeah. Well, I, and I and I and I certainly wanted to say thank you for being yeah, invited yeah, to that, yeah. but it was also a signal yeah. that I'm okay. Yeah. Do you do? do you, <laughs> I'm back. Do you do the two step verification on things like that, where they send you a code to your cell phone and you put it in, and then they know it's you? Well, in this case, the way they do it, and I don't know why that didn't work the first time, they ask you to take a code they send you, write it on a piece of paper take a picture with you in the picture with the code on it and email it back to them. Uh, and and we did that, and, yeah. and that didn't work. Yeah. But eventually, 
It's almost like you have to keep well, asking you the same thing. Did you write it on the paper? Uh, well. That might have been it. They couldn't read it. Well, that's a good, that's a good word. <laughs> As I've said a thousand times, it's an old joke, but it's a goodie. When my mama saw my handwriting, she said, you know what, you'll probably be a doctor, but I showed her. <laughs> but um, so, so, but my handwriting's bad. And Mine I, is bad. bad. It's got so much worse because we never write anymore. But, right. I think, I think it has gotten worse. But, but I think what happened here was you almost just have to keep replying multiple times right. until they finally say this time we're good. Right. And, yeah. and they're, they're set up to, to fight against these robotic right. auto answers and you know, so they they know kind of what it takes to prove that you're not a robot, so yes. or a, or an intruder. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I think yeah, I really good. I really do think that they did a random, what's your password? Log back into your Instagram yeah. so we can be sure. And I just didn't know the information I needed to know, right. and, and that sent off. It's easy to do. That sent off a red flag to them. Red flag. And they probably were trying to look after me, and I caused the problem myself. That's what I think. Yeah. Now. I need to I need to think that. So if next time it, it's real simple. My one thought where I was really worried was that it had nothing to do with me or them that somebody had li- literally hacked my account right. and took yeah. it over. I yeah. was I was very concerned about that because that you know that's out there. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, so it, it is back and everything seems to be good. And and it's just like uh, for some reason you know how you're with, with our wives. I was talking with my wife about it. And she was like, "Well, now you've lost all your pictures." And I said, "No, I haven't, honey. Every picture that's ever been on Instagram is in my photo album." Yeah, but it's, it it doesn't have the memory though. It doesn't have what you said about it. It doesn't have them in the order that we put them up. Only women's mind would think would think like yeah. that. And and then for every now and then you start thinking, well, my gosh, you're now you're making me feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, no, Rick, it's not the same. You 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 took that and there was a memory there, or there was a moment that we acknowledged and we documented. And now it's just a bunch of random photos. Mm. And 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 I hate to say it, at one point I was kind of like, well, now I do feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I then that gave me a whole new resolve to get yeah. it up. Because you know me, Mr. No Hassle. I was this close to just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Time out. But I held in there. Yeah. And, um, but then, but then there was Speedy last night. Huh. So C and I both were traveling, and I thought about you, Speedy, and incorrectly thought that you and I might have been traveling around the same time. <laughs> That was an incorrect call. That was a big nay. That was a big nay. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, y'all. This is Blake Shelton, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Ten minutes now to the top of the hour. The number eight six six. We be big. So we try to help each other out here at the old broadcast plaza and teleport. Old team Rick and Bubba. So uh, we were hanging in the office in the halls, and we'll come over in each other's offices, and we'll say, "Hey, what do you think about this? It might be something involving, you know, dad duties, kids, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe something you're trying to do at your house, or what do you think about your? Y'all know or, about or that? What are you doing? What are there? you doing? And Speedy came over yesterday and said, "What are you playing?" Right. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. And and so, <laughs> yeah, which is always interesting. And it was. Yeah. Huh? Tell them what I was playing yesterday. Got Inter- your mouth full, Bob. I do. Inter- that's why I want Speedy to say. <laughs> Intergalactic. Oh, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. When I heard, and I won't say the name because it'll. Wow. They'll make a bunch of devices go off. But so and so play Intergalactic, and I'll say Intergalactic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's. There, I don't know. Is there an office anywhere where one, where like the the vice president of the company walks in his office and says, 
Alexa, play uh, Intergalactic. <laughs> he just starts playing uh, right there in the office. But uh, a lot of people are hearing it now. So, uh, yep, a lot of people are hearing it right now. You know what? That's it could what be you, worse. That's what you get for having those devices. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't live my life walking on eggshells well, because people got devices. We were talking that's about. If you don't like it, don't get. We were talking about diaries. Uh, diary of a wimpy kid and. How funny that was. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear the song. Well, here's what I'd like to ask you because it'll tie into the whole conversation. You got to go to classification point A. What yeah. made you walk down the hall and say, now, what's, you know, Rick, did it own you and that little fat kid? What's his name? And we couldn't remember his name, of course, because the early onset. And uh, start, <laughs> yeah, what, what? He started dancing, what to, start dancing to Intergalactic. With now, his mom, remember. Yeah, but what made you come and ask me? We that? were talking about it in here, wasn't we? Uh, was that in today? The, in the post? Yesterday. The post-show segment, wasn't we talking about I, that? I you wasn't. just brought it up. Bubba just said something. I didn't know how we it got it. It felt random yeah. that you came up with that. Well, I it, know some, it had started somewhere. Right. There was a little fire started it's somewhere. that or Minute Work. They rotate around. <laughs> right. <laughs> the so movie. It, so the movie, movie, not the movie. Not the group. Not, so, boop, 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 boop. Not that. <laughs> so so we're, we're, we're keeping around. And in all fairness, Speedy, what happened to you isn't Bubba or my fault. I mean, this is on you. This it is. It. it is. But he was telling us Speedy <clears> has a son. Um, well, he has two sons playing baseball, one playing high school, one playing college. And, you know, that leads to an active baseball schedule. And don't forget, when you have kids that are involved in these outside of football sports, you know, football, you got one game a week and you got so many weeks. You can plan around it. You, yeah. you can plan around it. But when you're a baseball, basketball, Woo. you know, whatever, you know. Midweek, uh, hello. They play a lot of games and they play all the time. It could be any given day. Mm-hmm. And, gosh, that's a lot. But anyway, so – you were saying that your son and, and the team Jacksonville State was going to play at Auburn. Yeah. And you were, we were planning out the week, and you were like, so I can't figure out whether I should go to Auburn or not. You know, because you can't go to every game. No. And, and, and the ESPN streaming apps help a lot. And you had an ESPN streaming app. And to complicate Speedy's situation, his son's a relief pitcher. Yeah. So you don't know when if he's going to pitch or not. No. At no. least a starter, you know when he's going to pitch and right. when he's not. And we had major conflicts with the high school uh, baseball, but because of the weather, those were canceled. And we had like concession stand duty where each family has to, you know, do a couple of, of those uh, a season. That. And, um, and so I'm like, okay. And Terry was working, so I'm like, okay, I can't go. So I, in my mind, I had decided I'm going to watch. The, I'm going to watch the game from Auburn on the app. I'm not going. Well, then when all that got canceled and, and the day just kind of opened up, I was like, well, well, wow. So now, now that's now it, that's real. And Tyler, it's funny because as they get older, they don't come out and ask you if you're coming. They just like, Dad, you going to come? You? They just. They quiz you a little bit about so what are y'all doing and you know and the, you know okay they want me to come you can know I, can I give you advice I did this the other day and you're exactly right because mm-hmm. I have a son that's on tour right now with Spamalot now mm-hmm. I've seen him in Spamalot before yeah back when he was in it when it was just in Atlanta and stayed there but you have these illusions of grandeur that you'll find a time on the tour and try to go see it right because he's playing different roles than he did the last time or whatever. And finally, looking at our schedule, and this tour is not coming to Birmingham or Atlanta, and that hurt. Yeah. And then the things that were close enough were on weeknights. And finally, and, and I'm going to give you this advice. Huh. I said, son, I want to say something to you, and I want you to answer me honestly. He said, okay. I said, I'm not going to make the tour. I don't think we're going to be able to do it. I'm looking at our schedule. You're going to be in Alaska by the time we can get there. And I said, and that's the end of the tour, and I'm not coming to Alaska. And I said, so I, what I need to know now, I, let's move ahead. We're, I'm at your house one night. I'm older. 
Um, I'm playing with my grandkids, and I look over, and, and at, at dinner, all of a sudden, you scream with tears running down your face. Daddy, you never came to see me at Spam a lot when I went on tour, <laughs> right. and I hate you for it. Right. I, I said, is this going to be something bottled up? Is this going to be an issue between us? Does this bother you? Yeah. You know, and then, of course, he started laughing. He right. Said, no, it doesn't. So sometimes you just ask, look, is this going to be one of those things that I, there's going to be some dramatic scene? Because really, you know, on, yeah. on, on their side, it may be a bigger handle sometimes when you come because oh, now yeah. they got to give you something. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that's true. That's true, too. And, yeah. and so but, Terry's out. She's working, so she's out, but she's no help either. So what do you think? Well, you know, I know he'd love to see you, and, and you know, we can only get to a certain amount of games. He'd love to see you, but he also understands. He's a little older, and so it's up to you. Hey, yeah. thanks, hon. Yeah, that, was, that was helpful. That's as gray as we can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, thank See, you. See, based on what Terry said, that's kind of what I based my decision on because yeah. I could tell she seemed like she wanted to Well, go. but you got busted a little bit yesterday, and you admitted it. Yeah. And <laughs> that is what? that you that were – That a funny you, statement. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that, I was is very it, generous with your time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba took Speedy's time and just, just spent <laughs> yeah. it everywhere. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was like, going all over the world. Yeah. It was like being a Democrat with somebody else's tax that's money. That's it. And it gives you a great feeling. Yeah, and before I get the – we probably make about 80% of his games. The weekend games are easy, but whatever, these midweek games is what we're talking about Bubba, when you're having to speedy, travel. Speedy. I'm, I'm sorry, I'll get it emailed. No, I can't or, believe you can no, How about this? When you, yeah. got, when you have multiple kids and they're playing games, I'll where, get that good. They play, a, they play a sport that plays 60, 70 games. Oh, yeah. You do the best you can, yeah, and exactly. you, get, you get to as many things as you can. And so we said to Speedy <laughs> that we believed because he did not really have a conflict other than he gets up really early to go to work, mm-hmm. that he should go see Auburn. That if he if he finds out that his son pitched or got in the game, I'd feel Al- terrible. Auburn is—it's a little over two hours away from where we live. Mm-hmm. It, it's bad, but it's not horrible. And you'll be glad you went. Exactly. Now we didn't know you would do what you did. Yeah, no, no, had- no. And I will say this: I was yeah, there early enough. Stroke. I was there early mm-hmm. enough that uh, I was able to see him before the game, and I did it's announce. Huge. I did announce to him. Hey, bud, I just want to let you know, if this game drags on, I'm going to vapor, yeah, and I'm not yeah. going to see you at the bus afterwards, and I'm out. He goes, that's fine. you know. But I got to see him a little Which bit Which was really the, the only reason you go. Yes. So so your kid yeah, who's in college, yeah. he, he sees his dad, yep. and, and y'all make contact. Hey, contact my dad's here, that's the spirit it. of my life. That's it. And we do that as many times as we can, and we thought this was one you could do. It was going to hurt. But it definitely fell into the the sphere yep. of I got to go. Right. And I'd already been thinking and about. And said he'd go absolutely. Late in the game with <laughs> my time. Uh, absolutely. Late in the game, him. I'd already thought about, hey, I might I might vapor out of this thing. But then I, about sixth, seventh inning, I say him and about two other pitchers start running down to the pen. Really and I'm cool. like, But there, it was a slow jog, and I could tell they were just getting down there in case they are needed. And um and so it kind of it kind of gets along and it gets to the ninth inning and I'm like well I'm already here I might as well just what's 15 minutes mm. so the game's over I say bye to him I and get he up didn't on pitch, the road did he? no he did not that hurt no, mm-hmm. yeah he did not but he um, saw you there so you, he did that was the reason to go now Before right now all but his and his team won right yeah they Jack did State they did won. so it was a good so, night and it was great to see everybody got to see uh, Carmen Greenwood uh, Ryan Greenwood's daughter who plays softball there we hung out it was a good night it really was well when it's over I'm leaving and I'm talking to a buddy of mine uh, and we just get to talk and I haven't announced oh, you're going to have to keep me awake we're just having a good time and you know when you're traveling you get so comfortable with where you're going sometimes you don't really just pay attention mm-hmm. so I get up and I get up on the interstate and I'm just having conversations and we're laughing and all this kind of stuff we're talking about Marco Polo and then I start realizing things don't look right 
No, you know? speedy. And and then I start seeing exit numbers, and I'm like, shouldn't they be counting down? Oh, no. Why, why are they counting up? Oh, no. And then all of a sudden it hits me because I see it. You're at the last exit in Alabama before you enter into Georgia. Went, I had gotten up and gone the wrong way on were, 85. You were headed to Atlanta. You're headed to Atlanta and on I, 85. And I've gone, <laughs> oh, I've gone 25 minutes or so east when I should be going west. Oh, my gosh. So, and I scream, oh, my gosh. You know, and he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm going the wrong way. No, Speedy, that's wow. – Now he's closer to Atlanta you, than he is his house. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm 50 years old. I've never done that. And now I've gotten lost, but I've never gotten on the interstate and just gone the wrong way for 20-something minutes. By Speedy. the way, once again, we pay tribute to whoever said the phrase, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm a good reason not to drink and drive. Well, that's – so I turn around and and uh, I guess you add it all up. It was forty five, fifty minutes of just God. time I'll never get back. Oh, got on about one fifteen. You needed it. <laughs> and at that time of night, that hurt. <laughs> I wanted to cry as a grown man. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.